it's Hester. Hi, it's Rianne from, from Wet Leg. <laughs> oh my, it's all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan. At the start of the summer from seemingly out of nowhere, okay, actually out of the Isle of Wight, came my favorite happiest song of 2021. And it was just when I needed it. That song was Jay's Long by Wetleg. And now the duo of Rianne and Hester have their second song. And here they are to tell you more. This is our new single. It's called Wet Dream. And it is about nocturnal emissions. For the video, we decided to make ourselves some big lobster claws to wear because lobsters live in the sea and the sea, as we all know, is quite wet and quite dreamy. And the song is called Wet Dream. Music of Wet Leg and their song Wet Dream. It's their second single. There's no announcement of an album, but I will note that they're playing New York City and Los Angeles in December. So it kind of isn't hard to imagine there's more to come in the not too distant future. In 2019, NPR Music received a Tiny Desk contest entry that the entire team loved. The artist was Noso, spelled N O S O, and her song Alley began with a stunning guitar opening and Abby Wong's delicate voice. 
Now Noso is with Partisan Records and her song is out. And here she is to talk about suburbia. Since you last saw me on the Tiny Desk Contest, I've been working on a ton of new music. I recorded the original stems to suburbia in my bedroom when I was reflecting on my childhood. I grew up in a predominantly white Chicago suburb, and as a queer Asian American, I oftentimes felt like I kind of intrinsically took up too much space. And suburbia is about the absurd culture of that town and the simple, lovely memories I had with my childhood friends that I didn't really register as my childhood at the time. I hope other people see themselves in this song as well. And thank you so much for listening.
the music of Noso and her song Suburbia. Noso's debut album is out in 2022 on Partisan Records. We all get music from many sources. For me, it's things like Tiny Desk contest entries, also publicists, but also friends. This next artist came to me from my friend Giselle, and I wanted to say thank you because I totally would have missed this fascinating music from Ninka Laverman. She may be the first Frisian artist on All Songs Considered. That would be from the coastal regions of the Netherlands. But what's important here is the depth of her music. There were so many varied tracks I could have played. One is called Your Ancestor. I deeply encourage you to find that song. In fact, I'll put it in my Apple and Spotify playlist when I post all the songs for this show. Ninka Leverman has been very slowly rolling out the songs to her album Plant. In fact, she's been doing a podcast for every song on the record, deep diving into their inspiration. I'll play the song Stwarm, and here's Ninka Leverman to tell us more. Musically, Stwarm was created by pasting the strings of the piano with eraser gum, which is the sound you hear in the beginning. Then synths take over and the sound keeps changing all the time. And that is because the song is about transformation, about the longing for change. It's a song in Frisian, my native tongue, and it says something like, Storm, please come and shake everything up. Break us out of our old shape, our old models and beliefs, and sweep us forward into a new view, a new story. Go. 
The music of Ninka Laverman, her song Storm, is on our just-released album, Plant. Now to Nora Brown, a musician steeped in traditional folk, and particularly the Appalachian tradition. I first heard Nora as part of our Tiny Desk Meets Global Fest series earlier this year. She recorded her Tiny Desk home concert in a cave underground in Brooklyn, where you can often hear the trains rolling by. Nora has a new version of an old song, somewhat inspired by the contemporary duo Anna and Elizabeth. The song is called The Very Day I'm Gone, and here's 16-year-old Nora Brown, underground, to take us to the tune. So The Very Day I'm Gone is a really beautiful song that I got from Addie Graham, who is a ballad singer from Eastern Kentucky. And she had a really beautiful and uh, amazing repertoire of songs that were passed down to her and her family and in her community. And um, a lot of the songs she sang were from African-American railroad workers in her area. And The Very Day I'm Gone, uh, she plays piano and sings this one. And her piano playing kind of has this pulsing heartbeat quality to it that backs up her singing. And I think that I kind of adapted Anna Elizabeth's adaption of Addie Graham's Very Day I'm Gone. And I think that one attribute of the song that has stayed consistent through... Uh, these degrees of separation is that heartbeat mesmerizing quality to the song where it's kind of this simplistic instrumental part um, and I feel like that allows for a little bit more of complexity musically where you know you're not focused on getting every little note right in fact I'm really alternating between two notes for most of the song actually the same note an octave apart um, and for me that allows for more focus on getting that sound that I really want
I'm a rambling woman, God knows. Mm. I'm a rambling woman, God knows. Mm. I'm a rambling woman, God knows. Mm. Mm. Cause I'm a Nora Brown singing The Very Day I'm Gone from her just-released album, Sidetrack My Engine, on Jalopy Records. It's break time, and you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. Support for NPR and the following message come from BetterHelp, offering online counseling. BetterHelp therapist Hesu Jo shares the unique benefits of therapy. Being in therapy is this very intimate, unique experience to have this other person see you, this other person acknowledge who you are and accept all of it, you know, and like figure out the bits and pieces that you don't want to accept to change that stuff for the better. Even if you're not struggling with something necessarily, but you just want to learn a little bit more about who you are, you want to function a little bit better in your relationships with people or change the way that you approach habits. Doing that together with somebody else can be very powerful and impactful to talk this out and process this together as two humans. To get matched with a counselor and get 10% off your first month, go to BetterHelp.com songs. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. It's been fascinating to hear songwriters talk about the way they've navigated our COVID world. Jane Fontana's story made me smile. It includes sticking her head inside a piano. <laughs> so I'll play her song, Untitled Number One, Created in Solitude. Here's Jane to explain. One day, I was messing around with a bunch of sound effects when a melody just appeared to me. And I left my electronic station and went up to my piano. I always sound better when I sing in front of my piano because the strings vibrate. I decided to try to record the reverb of that, and I set up a couple of mics inside my piano, and then I stuck my head inside of it. I sang it and was very happy with the result. So happy, in fact, that I recorded my saxophone that way, too, although I couldn't fit my sax in there, but I got as close as I could. That reverb, along with my isolation, inspired the lyrics for that song, which are about hardship and even finding the beauty in that adversity. Also, it's about wordless communication, which is rare anyway, but during the lockdown, it was even more scarce. There was no body language to read or sweet understanding sitting side by side in silence but there was music. The song ended up painting some kind of implicit picture that defied any title, so I called it Untitled Number One. Soon it will be blowing and the wind will work its way between the 
That's Jane Fontana and her song Untitled Number One. It's from her EP in situ, which means in place, something many of us felt for a very long time. And that brings us to the Melbourne artist Grace Cummings. For a very short bit of time, she was able to navigate COVID and bring her band together. They recorded this song for her second album called Storm Queen. Here's Grace to take us to the song Heaven. I wrote Heaven earlier this year in a big haze in lockdown in Melbourne. 
my band and I were able to record over a couple of days when we were allowed out for a brief period of time. It was the first song that we recorded on the day. It was um, recorded live. It was all done in, a, in one take. I find it a little hard to be direct with my meaning and my explanation of it, um, I suppose. I'm not sure what I think that heaven really might be, but at the time it was somewhere where the air is clean and things stop going up in flames all the time. And I also read that in old cowboy movies you'd know who the hero was because they'd be wearing a 10-gallon Stetson, and I bloody love that if it's true or not. <laughs> there is no world we live in I've just discovered heaven
the powerful voice of Grace Cummings and her song Heaven. Grace's album Storm Queen is out January 14, 2022 on ATO Records. The Montreal singer Loren has a gorgeous voice and a potent take on motherhood. The song is titled I Already Love You. The origin of the song began at her parents' home. Here's Loren. I wrote I Already Love You when I was at home at my parents' place on Bone Island, where I grew up, which is on the west coast of Canada. It was over the Christmas holidays, and I remember taking a moment to myself to stow away to work on this. And uh, at the time, I was definitely thinking a lot about parent and child dynamics. And I think my head was in a place where I was contemplating what it must be like to have children and what that love looks like. I was reading the book Braiding Sweetgrass at the time, which is one of my favorites, and it's by Robin Wall Kimmerer, who is an actual genius. Um, She has this one part of the book where she's talking about her daughter, and she says, from the first time I held her, from that moment on, all her growing would be away from me. And I remember just underlining that and and feeling like it hit me over the head and... uh, yeah, it really made me question what my parents went through having kids and what it might look like to be a mother one day. I don't think I can even begin to understand what that feels like, but this song was an attempt. Will you follow the ways in which I falter? 
Loren and her song, I Already Love You, will be out on her album Leftovers. It comes on Secretly Canadian, October 15th. So much of the music we hear are songs based on just seven notes. Sure, there are different keys and variations, but most Western music centers on the notes A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. The music that Ustad Sami makes is based on 49 notes. He studied this system for 35 years before he performed this music. Now at 77, Ustad Sami has an album called East Pakistan Sky. Producer Ian Brennan is gonna take us to prayer for peace. Take a deep breath and give thanks. I'm Bob Boylan for NPR Music. It's All Songs Considered. Ustad Sami from Pakistan is the last living practitioner of the 49-note microtonal system Surti. That's 49 notes in comparison to our 5, 7, or 12-note scales. Ustad says that through microtones, he's exploring the subtlety of human emotion, and he's trying to recover the tones that have been lost and that have been deemed bad and wrong, and instead opposing binary systems to embrace the whole spectrum of sound. The song Prayer for Peace was recorded live with Ustad's four sons on the rooftop of their home. In Karachi, people give offerings to the birds because they believe that their prayers are more easily heard by God. And therefore, the skies of Karachi are filled with hawks, just filled. And they're, they're, they're constantly soaring and gliding. So as he's saying, there's these hawks filling the sky behind him and gliding past and landing and soaring. And... Just past the five-minute mark in the song, you'll hear Ustad begin to do these extraordinary trills, and they're down low in his register, and he's demonstrating the various notes that are usually excluded and left unsung. And this song, it's short by Ustad's standards. Often his concerts are one song that can stretch up to 75 minutes, just one song for an entire concert. So this is his single, so to speak. And in Usad's music, the melody, not the words, carry the majority of the meaning. And prayer for peace is just that, a prayer for peace and a call to unity. <laughs> 